chapter ten of trial and triumph by francis e w harper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter ten two years have elapsed since we left annette recounting her school grievances to mrs lassette she has begun to feel the social contempt which society has heaped upon the colored people but she has determined not to succumb to it there is force in the character of that fiery impetuous and impulsive girl and her school experience is bringing it out she has been bending all her mental energies to compete for the highest prize at the commencement of her school from which she expects to graduate in a few weeks the treatment of the saloon-keeper's daughter and that of other girls of her ilk has stung her into strength she feels that however despised her people may be that a monopoly of brains has not been given to the white race mr thomas has encouraged her efforts and taught her to believe that not only is her own honor at stake as a student but that as a representative of her branch of the human race she is on the eve of winning or losing not only for herself but for others this view of the matter increases her determination and rouses up all the latent energies of her nature and she labors day and night to be a living argument of the capability in her race for other girls who will graduate in that school there will be open doors and unclosed avenues while she knows that the color of her skin will bar against her the doors of workshops factories and schoolrooms and yet mr thomas knowing all the discouragements around her path has done what he could to keep her interest in her studies from flagging he knows that she has fine abilities but that they must be disciplined by trial and endeavor before her life can be rounded by success and triumph he has seen several of her early attempts at versification pleased and even delighted with them he has shown them to a few of his most intellectual friends eager and earnest for the elevation of the colored people he has been pained at the coldness with which they have been received i do not call that poetry said one of the most intelligent women of a p neither do i see anything remarkable about her said another i did not said mr thomas bring you the effusions of an acknowledged poet but i think that the girl has fine ability which needs encouragement and recognition but his friends could not see it they were very chary of their admiration lest their judgment should be found at fault and then it was so much easier to criticise than it was to heartily admire and they knew it seemed safer to show their superior intelligence by dwelling on the defects which would necessarily 
have an amount of crudeness in them than to look beneath the defects for the suggestions of beauty strength and grace which mr thomas saw in these unripe but promising effusions it seemed perfectly absurd with the surroundings of tennis court to expect anything grand or beautiful to develop in its midst but with annette poetry was a passion born in her soul and it was as natural for her to speak in tropes and figures as it was for others to talk in plain common prose mr thomas called her our inveterate poet and encouraged her but the literary aspirants took scarcely any interest in the girl whom they left to struggle on as best she might in her own home she was doomed to meet with lack of encouragement and appreciation from her relatives and grandmother's friends one day her aunt eliza hansen was spending the day with her mother and annette showed her some of her verses and said to her that is one of my best pieces oh you have a number of best pieces said her aunt carelessly can you cook a beefsteak i suppose i could if i tried well you had better try than to be trying to string verses together you seem to think that there must be something very great about you i know where you want to get you want to get among the upper tens but you haven't got style enough about you for that that's just what i tell her said her grandmother she's got too many airs for a girl in her condition she talks about writing a book and she is always trying to make up what she calls poetry i expect that she will go crazy some of these days she is all the time talking to herself and i just think it is a sin for her to be so much taken up with her poetry you had better put her to work had she not better go out to service no i am going to let her graduate first what's the use of it when she's through if she wants to teach she will have to go away yes i know that but mrs lisette has persuaded me to let annette graduate and i've promised that i would do so and besides i think to take annette from school just now would almost break her heart well mother that is just like you you will work yourself almost to death to keep annette in school and when she is through what good will it do her maybe something will turn up that you don't see just now when a good thing turns up if a person ain't ready for it they can't take hold of it well i hope a good husband will turn up for my alice but maybe the good husband won't turn up for annette that is well said for they tell me that annette is not very popular and that some of the girls are all the time making fun of her well they had better make fun of themselves and their own bad manners annette is poor and has no father to stand by her and i cannot entertain like some of their parents can but annette with all her faults is as good as any of them talk about the prejudice of the white people i think there is just as much prejudice among some colored as there is among them only we do not get the same chance to show it we are most too mixed up and dependent on one another for that just then mrs lisette entered the room and mrs hansen addressing her said we were just discussing annette's prospects 
mother wants to keep annette at school till she graduates but i think she knows enough now to teach a country school and it is no use for mother to be working as she does to keep annette in school for the sake of letting her graduate there are lots of girls in a p better off than she who have never graduated and i don't see that mother can afford to keep annette at school any longer but eliza annette is company for me and she does help about the house i don't think much of her help always when i come home she has a book stuck under her nose annette said mrs lassette is a favorite of mine i've always a warm place in my heart for her and i really want to see the child do well in my judgment i do not think it advisable to take her from school before she graduates if annette were indifferent about her lessons and showed no aptitude for improvement i should say as she does not appreciate education enough to study diligently and has not aspiration enough to keep up with her class find out what she is best fitted for and let her be instructed in that calling for which she is best adapted i think said mrs hansen you all do wrong in puffing up annette with the idea that she is something extra you think mrs lassette that there is something wonderful about annette but i can't see it and i hear a lot of people say she hasn't got good sense they do not understand the child they all say that she is very odd and queer and often goes out into the street as if she never saw a looking-glass why mrs miller's daughter just laughed till she was tired at the way annette was dressed when she went to call on an acquaintance of hers why annette just makes herself a perfect laughing-stock well i think mary miller might have found better employment than laughing at her company now let me tell you mary miller don't take her for company and that very evening annette was at my house just next door and when mary miller went to church she never asked her to go along with her although she belongs to the same church i'm sorry to say it said grandmother harcourt but your alice hardly ever comes to see annette and never asks her to go anywhere with her but maybe in the long run annette will come out better than some who now look down upon her it is a long road that has no turn and annette is like a singed cat she is better than she looks i think said mrs lassette while annette is very bright and intelligent as a pupil she has been rather slow in developing in some other directions she lacks tact is straightforward to bluntness and has not any style about her and little or no idea of company manners but she is never coarse nor rude i never knew her to read a book whose author i would blush to name and i never heard her engage in any conversation i would shrink to hear repeated i don't think there is a girl of purer lips in a p than annette and i do not think your set as you call it has such a monopoly of either virtue or intelligence that you can afford to ridicule and depress any young soul who does not happen to come up to your social standard where dress and style are passports annette may be excluded but where brain and character count annette will gain admittance i fear said mrs lassette rising to go that many a young girl has gone down in the very depths who might have been saved if motherly women when they saw them unloved and lonely had reached out to them a helping hand and encouraged them to live useful and good lives we cry am i my sister's keeper i will not wipe the blood off our hands if through pride and selfishness we have stabbed by our neglect souls we should have helped by our kindness 
i always feel for young girls who are lonely and neglected in large cities and are in danger of being ensnared by pretended sympathies and false friendship and to-day no girl is more welcome at any social gathering than annette mrs lisette said mrs hanson you are rich and you can do as you choose in a p you can set the fashion no i am not rich but i hope that i will always be able to lend a hand to any lonely girl who is neglected slighted and forgotten while she is trying to do right who comes within my reach while i live in a p good morning annette said mrs hanson has a champion who will stand by her yes said mrs harcourt anna is true as steel the kind of woman you can tie to when my great trouble came she was good as gold and when my poor heart was almost breaking she always had a kind word for me i wish we had ten thousand like her well mother i must go but if annette does graduate don't let her go on the stage looking like a fright general h s daughter has a beautiful new silk dress and a lovely hat which she got just a few weeks before her mother's death as she has gone in black she wants to sell it and if you say so and will pay for it on instalments i can get it for annette and i think with a little alteration it would be splendid for her graduation dress no eliza i can't afford it why mother annette will need something nice for the occasion and it will not cost any more than what you intend to pay for her dress and hat why not take them because annette is not able to wear them suppose she had that one fine dress and hat would she not want more to match with them i don't want her to learn to dress in a style that she cannot honestly afford i think this love of dress is the ruination of many a young girl i think this straining after fine things when you are not able to get them is perfectly ridiculous i believe in cutting your coat according to your cloth i saw mrs hampstead's daughter last sunday dressed up in a handsome light silk and a beautiful spring hat and if she or her mother would get sick to-morrow they would i suppose soon be objects of public charity or dependent on her widowed sister who is too proud to see her go to the poorhouse and this is just the trouble with a lot of people they not only have their own burdens to bear but somebody else's you may call me an old fogy but i would rather live cheap and dress plain than shirk my burdens because i had wasted when they had saved you and john handsome are both young and have got your health and strength and instead of buying sealskins and velvets and furbelows you had better be laying up for a rainy day you have no more need for a sealskin cloak than a cat has for a catechism now you do as you please i have had my say End of chapter 10.